Just finished watching Netflix special. Didn't even watch it on Netflix. I don't know if I'm betraying Netflix. I have a Netflix. I don't even have a Netflix. Am I snitching on myself? I'm using somebody else's Netflix. They didn't crack down yet. I think that's probably fucking smart. I was watching a uh, Netflix documentary about the ocean and the coral reef. Did I absorb the information, the message from that fucking documentary? No, it was distracting. It was supposed to be a message about how we need to change course because, you know, and I've said this before, ladies and gentlemen, the collective dick, the erected collective phallus of mankind is just face fucking the globe and the globe's throat can't take it. (laughs) We are just violently thrusting our cock into the throat of mother nature and it's not going well. It's not going well. I don't know why the coral reef are important, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't pay attention. Once again, I was distracted. Why did I watch a documentary that was not hosted or narrated by the great David Attenborough? I don't know. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I was trying to fix it. I don't know what the fuck I was doing because I watched this one and I guess the attempt was righteous. Young Caucasian males access to go and I guess they're marine biologists or they study. The, I don't know what the fuck they really do. Once again, I was distracted. I'm going to tell you why I was distracted in a fucking second. But they went on a boat. And on the boat, <laughs> there was a whole bunch of niggas partying. <laughs> Not niggas. It was white people. It was white niggas. You get it. Um, it was a whole bunch of dumb people on the boat partying. <laughs> Getting drunk. Listen to EDM. While there was some incredible... Uh, uh, tragedy happening underwater right below them. There was this marine biologist. I guess they didn't have the funding to have their own boat, so they got on like a party ship, very small party ship, and they were jumping off the side while people were getting drunk. It looks like a day drinking event on a boat in the middle of the fucking ocean. The marine biologists jump off. They go underwater with these expensive cameras, and they go and they study the coral reef, and they're finding some day-to-day is that shit is just not going right. Something bad is happening. I just explained it in the most beautiful visual metaphor that you can you can just go on Pornhub right now and in the search bar put gagging out of control. Just put gagging out of fucking control. That's what we're doing to planet Earth. We're abusing its throat and it's showing there's many symptoms that are popping up. And I was supposed to absorb that message. These guys get off the boat. They have their fucking angst because they're like everybody on the boat. Doesn't even realize. what It was just a beautiful parallel. Right below the boat. Horrible death and decay. Right on the boat. Everybody's fucking partying. Listening to EDM. Dancing. They don't even see the guys in the wetsuits. Climb back onto the boat. And go to their cabin to fucking cry. And that's what distracted me ladies and gentlemen. These guys. I guess they're doing something that's good. But. You know. I, I couldn't even refer this fucking documentary. I don't remember the name of it. Um. Hilarious though. Netflix documentary. I think it has something to do with Coral Reef. I think Coral Reef is in the title. If you watch this and you don't get distracted by the fake fucking tears, they're underwater. They're not actually crocodiles. Crocodile tears. Bullshit. Disingenuous. Everybody can tell when somebody's fake crying, man. Everybody can tell when somebody's fake crying. And this young man that was in this documentary trying to relay a message, he's still just too immature. He's too young. And you saw this gap. There was one part in the documentary um, that I was able to absorb because it helped me like analyze why this guy was fake crying. 
I mean, I understand there's a problem. I understand we're ruining the earth. I understand that a lot of people are not really tuned into it. And he's like witnessing and he's in angst because he's trying to do the good work. But he's also stroking his motherfucking ego. He's, he's stroking his mental dick. He wants people to look at him. He's doing a lot of look at me shit. And there was a part in the documentary where he, he's talking to an older marine biologist that I guess he admires. And he couldn't be more disingenuous. I know that deep down he admires this elder guy. Because the elder guy, he studied his work and he kind of followed in his footsteps. We all get inspired by somebody. We all get inspired by somebody. We see somebody do some version of what we grow into becoming or doing. And that was the story of this young man that was trying to save the coral reef. But his ego was getting in the fucking way. And you saw the generational gap when they were having that conversation. He's just trying to explain to the older guy who's done what he's done before. You know, a guy that's a deep sea diver and he's paid attention to marine life for... The guy has to be 70, 80 years old. He's trying to update him and explain to him what's going on now. How bad the situation is. And he can't help but be an egotistical little fucking prick. He can't help it. And you see, like, everybody included. The viewer, the people behind the camera, the guy that he's trying to relay the message to can see that he has good intentions, but he's also a young dickhead and can't observe how he's coming out he's coming across to the camera he can't observe how he's coming across to this guy that he admires he's just very defensive and <laughs> trying to control the conversation unnecessarily and doing a lot of look at me shit you know self-aggrandizing stroking his own ego bringing up the fact that he's trying to do the good work and nobody cares and that's why i'm not gonna fucking stray from david attenborough Ladies and gentlemen, I get on this podcast and I talk about the new so much. The new is so important. But sometimes when something ain't broke, don't fucking fix it. Don't fucking fix it. I like my documentaries. Somebody breaking the reality to me to come from somebody who's emotionally stoic. I don't want to hear that perspective from some blonde young man who's fake crying on a Netflix documentary. And that is supposed to elicit some care out of me. Like, come on, son. Like, you are... They even had like this one scene. It's just like really bad uh, tactics and really poor. <sighs> the way that it was put together, I guess the intention was to try to elicit some emotion from the viewer. But it was just so disingenuous and it was so white. It was so white in the ways that white can be bad. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I'm not racist. White is not all bad, but we all understand every culture has its flaws. White people can be very disingenuous and corny. And that's what this guy was just fucking, he was ramping that factor up. They got a whole bunch of people to sit in a room, in a dark room, and do like a private screening of some of the footage that these young people were taking about the destruction of the coral reef. These marine bi biologists that took um, hours and hours of video trying to capture this. And um, you just see all these fucking middle-aged white people sitting there. And they feel the pressure to be disingenuous. <laughs> Nobody really had a deep emotional reaction. It's something that should be logically solved. You should look at it and say, okay, this is fucked up. We're adults. We have to start changing course and have serious discussions about it. But the, the whole environment creates like a pressure for these middle-aged white people who are sitting there, who are viewing this and getting, you know, somewhat of an education of how fucked up the under the sea is. They feel this pressure to start acting disingenuous and start wiping their eyes like they're crying too. I'm like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? 
what I would love to have done, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of social experiments. I'm a big fan of a guy named Sasha Baron Cohen. He's a guy, he's an English guy, and he comes to the States every now and again, and he used to do it back in his country. He travels around the world being a professional fucking dickhead. He is the, the top-level dickhead. <laughs> he's the greatest troll alive. He goes undercover, wears all these fucking outfits, and makes an ass out of himself. He puts himself... And, and seemingly harm's way in the form of humiliation and ridicule and embarrasses the fuck out of himself representing these caricatures, these exaggerated stereotypes of different cultures and all with the underlying goal of creating a spectacle that would you know, elicit some type of research or, or uh, it, it is like a social experiment going and portraying and tricking different groups of people when they're being videotaped and they don't know it or sometimes they know it and they don't know why they're being videotaped that you know all that stuff is it's a big fucking trick and you get to see how people really are and how people really act and if i could employ that you know way of doing stuff that social experiment factor into what i was watching this documentary i wish we could have just cut in the middle of them fake crying about the coral reef looking at these plants die, it's like a, a plant death time lapse that these people are, you know, they're making all these fucking artificial emotions because they feel the pressure of the camera. I already explained it. You get it. It's all disingenuous. It's all bullshit. I wish I could have just fucking cut to like Asian baby slaves making their iPhones. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and see if they would have felt bad. You understand what I'm saying? Just right when they were emotionally engaged, the way that white people can be emotionally engaged, white people are... You know what I'm saying? They have their allowed spaces to be outraged and to, to cry. We've seen it for years and years. White people love Sarah McLaughlin because she made the anthem for cats that get stabbed in the eye. You know what I mean? <laughs> for a cat that has a bullet wound in their ass. They don't care about the kids in the hood. They don't care if you're black. But they have a lot of emotion for a cat or a dog. It's deeply, deeply, deeply patronizing. Um... But I just wonder what, what would have happened. Would they have, like, fucking sucked those tears back in their face? I'm not crying for no fucking Chinese baby. You know? Who knows, ladies and gentlemen? I think I said all that to say I'm no longer going to cheat on David Attenborough. If it is not broken, don't fix it. I like to see my nature documentaries narrated and directed by an old white man. Emotionless. Righteous indignation, traveling the globe in a bubble of white safety. That's the way it's supposed to be presented because it's not supposed to be an emotional thing. I don't think we're going to change the planet into a sustainable symbiotic relationship between human beings and plants and the earth. That's not going to come about because of some type of emotional persuasion. That's just going to elicit more binary bullshit, people fighting each other. The guys that want to make money calling humanitarians gay tree huggers and the people who don't like to wear sleeves of deodorant <laughs> gluing their hands on the fucking road when people are trying to go to work. I don't, it's, that's all emotion. We have to come to some mature, logical understanding that this is just not a sustainable way to do shit. Do I have the fucking answers? No. But I'm pretty sure that we're not going to change anything from like, disingenuous emotional documentaries. It's just corny. Get an old white man who is truly free in every way 
Not bound by any negative reference experience, no trauma in his life has traveled well-educated and have that motherfucker travel around the globe and expose what's going on without the crocodile tears and shove that in everybody's face and they'll go, oh, there is something that's going on that's bad. We all have to talk about it. We all have to acknowledge this. We all have to do better. I don't want to see some fucking young kid who, you know what I'm saying? He wanted to be a pro surfer and he broke his ankle. So now he's a marine biologist. He's lying himself to reconcile a lost dream. He's fake tears on a documentary. It's just fucking, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see that. Let's be honest as human beings. <laughs> no amount of death under the sea is going to make you cry. Just let's be honest. Let's be fucking honest. The little mermaid, whether she's black or she has red hair, she's not real. We don't give a fuck about coral reef. We just should just come to some logical maturity collectively. The consensus should revolve around that shit is important to preserve logically. Nobody's going to cry about this shit. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to play sad music. We should just be like, yo, we got to be logical about this. If we keep on fucking planet Earth, it's not going to go well for us. This is what we, this is what we got. Or, um, you know... I, I, I want to meet Elon Musk. I really do want to meet Elon Musk because I think he's the guy that has the right fucking mindset. <laughs> I'm over here trying to like pitch something that is just no progress has been made since it's become an issue. Whether it's like climate issues or, you know, the fact that we need a transition out of the ways that we've been doing things. We're just fucking and polluting the planet. You know, and he's not fighting that fight. I know he's, he talks about sustainability and he has goals and he, he's, he's optimistic about a bright future. But I, I, I don't believe any of that shit. I think he's really he really figured out. He's like, people are stupid. I'm going to Mars. <laughs> I want to go too. I want to go too. Who would sign up for that? It would have to be somebody really, 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 really fucking stupid. Really brave, but also really stupid to get on one of those rockets and be the, you know, the first guy to go to Mars? You know, what happened in your childhood that you're willing to take that gamble? <laughs> I would go trip six. If it was like the sixth time, and, you know, I'll even give the benefit of the doubt. Maybe one of those rockets doesn't make it. You know, maybe there's some type of gravitational pull that we can't calculate in between traversing from Earth to Mars and somebody gets sucked in a, in a you know, in a black hole or something. I'm not... Neil deGrasse Tyson, ladies and gentlemen, I don't have a degree in whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in space. I'm just saying, benefit of the doubt, let's say one of those rockets, one of those spacecrafts to Mars doesn't make it. I'd still go on round six. If it was five for fucking four for five, I'd still go on round six. I'm just not going to be the first guy. I couldn't be the first fucking guy. <laughs> You know, technology is advanced nowadays. I, I, I'm pretty sure that the first couple of trips are not going to be with people on them. Um, but trip six, I'm fucking down. Ladies and gentlemen, I am ambitious. I am critiquing people who are doing the good work of marine biology and uh, insulting their emotional strength. And uh, <laughs> I'm also recommending myself to be a, an astronaut. Do you see where my brain goes? Um, what does it take to be an astronaut, you know? I say I don't like roller coasters in a physical sense. I really don't. I really, I'm really not a fucking fan of roller coasters. I imagine being on a rocket, a propulsion rocket, and leaving our fucking stratosphere or whatever the fuck it is, you know? I imagine that's, that's probably going to feel a lot worse. 
Uh, but I would do it. Who did that recently? That was like um, William Shatner. Was that a psyop? Jeff Bezos. Looked like he was on a lot of cocaine. He had a cowboy hat. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you that. If I am going to Mars, I would tell you that I would be a cowboy, but I would have to be a space cowboy. Excuse me. I would be a uh, astronaut, but I would have to be a, a space cowboy. I would be the astronaut on the sixth trip, but I would have to be a space cowboy. I would need a ration of cocaine. There would have to be some type of strong schedule one narcotic that gets me psychologically through <laughs> leaving planet Earth and going to fucking Mars. What You know, I guess you got to be a little bit stupid to, uh, to be an astronaut. These people are probably incomprehensibly smarter than me, but you have to understand what I'm talking about in stupid. I'm just talking about like in a logical sense. Like, what is the benefit, pragmatically, of risking that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What is the benefit? You get a shiny star. I heard they don't pay them that well. I don't know. I don't know. Just joking. Or am I? No, I'm being serious. Um, it's crazy, man. People love that, though. That's like uh, uh, that's something rooted in the human biology. Like we are attracted to courage, even when it's idiotic. We're attracted to that. People go, "Oh, I like that guy. I like that girl. They're fucking. You know what I'm saying? They're tough. They put themselves in harm's way in a very illogical, dumb way. You know what I'm saying? Like we 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 enjoy that shit. We enjoy that shit. I'm not in critique of that. I just I'm I'm observing that objectively, like. Why are human beings like that? I guess it is the primal qualities that have yet to wash out on this evolutionary trail into whatever the fuck we're going to become, you know? We're only going to need one thumb in the future. You're not going to need the rest of your fingers. You're going to need one thumb to swipe. You're going to be neuro-linked up. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't need eyeballs anymore. We're just going to grow metaverse goggles onto our fucking cranium. Evolution is going to be wild. It's going to be fucking wild, right? We're going to develop clairvoyant faculties and use them in the ways that are most practical in the future. So you won't need to actually, since you're not going to have the rest of your, your fingers, you're going to uh, kinetically jerk your dick off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you will be able to do that shit with no motherfucking hands. Um... talking <laughs> what will the future be like I, I you know i was watching this beautiful fucking thing and it, it's half depressing and i try to find an optimistic spin on anything nowadays uh just because you should balance out when you're ingesting something that's very obviously fucking negative you should you should use your imagination implement your imagination and try to make that a little bit positive but i was watching this video Children in the 1960s, children in the fucking 1960s predicting what's going on in the future, in the 2000s. And they had all these horrific dystopian predictions, all these horror. It was like almost nothing positive that they had to say. And they were fucking spot on. And I'm like, oh, my God. And what depressed me wasn't their accuracy. It was the decay of humanity that they predicted and the apparent retardation <laughs> that that breeds. Because I think if you took kids those age 
groups nowadays and you sat them down and you asked them what it would be like in, you know what I mean, 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, they're not going to have such comprehensive predictions. They're not, they're going to be fucking way off. <laughs> they're going to be way off. They're going to be like, Cardi B won her 90th Grammy. You know the vibes. You know, nobody's going to fucking... These kids were saying shit that was so spot on. They were like, there's robots everywhere. I think people are going to be isolated. I think there's going to be a lot of depression. I think technology is going to do everything for everybody. I think, uh, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't outlandish. It wasn't like George Jetson predictions. These kids were talking about the shift in culture, our relationship to nature, and they were fucking spot on. Do you think children... In 2023, have the mental capacity, the critical thought, the imagination, or the accuracy to predict what's going to happen in 50 years? I don't think so. Who's to blame for that? The adults. We're to fucking blame. So does anybody know what's going to happen? I don't know. I would love for us to reach Mars in my lifetime. That would be fucking incredibly funny. It would be fucking incredibly funny. Regardless, if it was like climactic or anticlimactic. If we go there and there's like alien colonies that were just imperceptible, they have some type of Wonder Woman invisible shield shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, was that Wonder Woman? I don't know. I don't know. You get the fucking point. We go there and there are aliens or there's nothing and it's just a big desert and it's not at all uh, a place that we could even transform into being you know, a habitat for humanity. You know what I mean? <laughs> if it was that level of wamp, 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 I just would love for people to get on Mars in my lifetime. I think we need that as a, as a, a people. We need anything that is unifying. We need anything that is transformative, that is uh, not transformative, that it transcends this current way of thinking, for people to look at each other in a different way. You know what I mean? War doesn't quite do the motherfucking trick. When we're in times of war, racial tensions lower, you know, depending on who the fuck we're at war. You know, we was in the Middle East. There was a lot of people in my neighborhood that ran the corner stores and they was getting called terrorists. Excuse me. They was getting called terrorists. Uh, But if we're fighting people that... (laughs) You know what I mean? Sometimes it unifies America, but it doesn't quite do that trick. I'm just talking about like transcending these opposing mentalities of like, you know, your culture is different, your language is different, your race is different. I want people to be human beings. And I thought the aliens were going to do that. But I think that I'm, I'm starting to think that was bullshit. I'm starting to think it was bullshit. I think it was a motherfucking psyop, ladies and gentlemen. I wanted the aliens to come. I thought the aliens were our last shot of us growing the fuck up and holding hands around the goddamn campfire. I thought so, but we haven't heard nothing from the fucking aliens. So what I think needs to happen is we go to Mars. We go to Mars, even for a moment, which would be so healing for humanity. We, that realization that we're leaving our planet and human beings are landing on another planet, it will give us such grand universal perspective and for a moment we would be in a unified consensus and understand we are all earthlings we're all humans 
And then we could get back to trying to kill each other. You know what I'm saying? But we need something. We need something for a little bit. Ali, don't do that. That's what I'm listening to right now. Um, what else could unify people, you know? We could just enslave everybody. We could just <laughs> we could just put chains on everybody and say, do this. That doesn't work either, right? Um, I don't even know why I care. I don't know why I care, ladies and gentlemen. Why should you fucking care? Why should you care? If you're lucky, you live, what, 75 to 100 years old? That's a long time, right? Let's say you have one of the better lives on planet Earth. You achieve all your dreams. You're successful. It's still just 75 years. It's still 80 years. It's still 100 years. It's like, eh. What does it matter? Whenever I watch these on YouTube, these people that they live to like a fucking 113. They have all their hair. They have their teeth. They drink a scotch every day. Smoke tobacco four times a fucking day. You know what I'm saying? Those people, they're not engaged in shit. They get plastic on their furniture. They, they have that level of mental futility. Like, they really think their couch needs a plastic cup. Like, that level of stupid. <laughs> you need to be that ignorant to live a long, happy life. So what does it matter to engage in the caring of everything? Right? That young man that is on his Netflix documentary. He's doing good work. I commend him. He's doing something that other people are not doing. He's not partying. He's not wasting his youth following trends and trying to live out some egotistical fantasy. He's going underwater. He's studying. He's trying to illuminate a problem. But even with that, it's like people nowadays are so fucking, yeah. It's like it's all about him. He's still kind of just doing the Instagram thing. He's flipping his hair a lot. He's fake crying. Trying to make a spectacle out of it. It's like, does anybody know how to get out the way and just present? This is happening and it's bad and it's not about me. It's not about me. It's about everybody. Then, you know, the world hates that guy, right? <laughs> the world is like, what? You piece of shit? You don't like shiny metal awards? I don't care about that shit. Like, I, I feel like... The people who invest so much of their energy into like idolizing award shows and that type of ceremony and the people who are like super anti, they're both just wasting their fucking time. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not a receiver of that award and you like tune into that shit religiously, or if you're somebody who's just like online all fucking day trashing that shit, you're both kind of wasting your fucking lives. Like, why does that matter? It's a lot of energy for no reason. A lot of energy for no reason. So who is right? Is it the guy who is the marine biologist that's trying to tell the world that we're doing too much and we need to change course? And all the while, he's like still an egotistical young man. He has to grow. He has to mature. But he's trying to do the right thing. You know? Is he right or is he wasting his time? Or when he gets back on that boat because he doesn't have the resources to have his own boat... And he had to like fucking hitch a ride on a party boat. And there's all the people his age. And they're just trying to put their dick where, you know what I'm saying? Put their dick somewhere mysterious. Girl, guys, 2023, nobody cares. Maybe they didn't have a dick last week. They're not, they, they got a dick. They got to try it out. Imagine that, ladies and gentlemen. You, you were born with a vagina. What about that fucking excitement, right? We always talk about puberty, jerking off, discovering your dick. What if you're like 28 and you just got a dick? 
You're going to want to go on a boat and fuck somebody. You're going to want to do that shit. <laughs> so are they, those people wrong for not paying attention to the coral reef? Who's wrong here? Who's wrong here? Who's right? Maybe it's not a wrong or right thing. Maybe we just need to stop engaging in all of these serious things with such grand emotion. Maybe we need to stop trying to, you know what I'm saying? Self-identify with things that we just need to logically change course with. It doesn't need to be a political stance. It doesn't need to be, you know, we don't need to erect a flag about it or burn somebody else's flag down. We don't, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be another way that we're saying fuck you to another group. We just realize and try to argue for or against something that would help our future without saying fuck you to it. I think that's a huge problem. I really do fucking believe that as I try to mature as a human being, there's so much evidence when I get away from my own bullshit, my own personality flaws, my own lack of education, my own bias, and just try to objectively observe information, you really start to realize like people are not all bad and that's universal. It's universal. People not all good, and that's fucking universal. And there's this horrible habit that we all display. We all display this habit of when we disagree with somebody, it gets so quick into fucking hate or judgment. You know? Like, people who do like to... I, I guess, you know, it's not burning books, but I guess they burn deodorant. I'm just being stereotypical. Women don't shave their legs. It's nasty. Oh, listen! You see what I'm doing? I'm judging. That's what you don't want to do. But for the fucking feminist, uh, radical tree huggers, just a stereotypical joke, ladies and gentlemen, for that personality type who cares more about the environment than personal profit, it doesn't help. It doesn't create solutions to try to curse and hate who you think is causing the problem. You know what I mean? It, that doesn't do anything. That level of judgment is just, it's creating more n negative it's not a great way to illuminate to other people. Like, I, I, I'm sure if people could get along better, <laughs> it sounds like some corny shit, but it's fucking true. If people could get along better, they would be way more persuasive and effective in persuading people who actually have the power to change shit. If they weren't so quick to try to put people on a fucking cross and crucify them. But we all fucking do that. We all do that. Right now, we're in a period of time where... The people who have the least tangible power, poor people, uh, everybody on fucking social media, there is some type of subconscious thing that needs to be brought to awareness where the reality is because most people are not in the 1%, they feel this bloodlust anytime somebody is in a weak position or anytime somebody is in a position where they can be crushed, the mob forms and they want to crush that person. And what that really is, is them just acting out an opportunity for them to feel powerful. But it's artificial. It's not real. And we're trying to get through that as a people. We're trying to get through that as a, as a race right now. I see, you know, tides are changing somewhat. Uh, but it, it's just being logical about it. If you weren't so emotional about the things that you believed, if you can come with a comprehensive thought, a comprehensive point to debate or to try to relate to somebody who is in power, that would be way more fucking effective than just being emotional and, 
You know what I'm saying? The way that we've done things is very, very caveman like. It's very fucking caveman like. The whole idea. We're going to revolt. I made a fucking flag. You know what? We have a group name now. It's like, it's just so. When are we going to fucking grow from that shit? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, ladies and gentlemen. I always want to say that because I'm a Reddit guy. I am a fucking Reddit guy. If that was a political party, I would vote Reddit. You understand what I'm saying? I like to rot my brain with stupid fucking videos. That's what I like to do. It's my personality type. And that's okay. And that is fucking okay. I am who I am. You love me. I love me too. Point of what I'm saying is that there's a lot of people that are on these sites that fill their heads with all this information. Now, let's assume that every conspiracy theorist on Reddit, just pick one at random, that they're correct. And the government is being run by lizard people. Okay. Okay, let's say that that person's fucking right. If it is that fucking extremely far gone, <laughs> logically, get out of the emotion for a second. Get out of the fight. Get out of trying to prove a point. Get out of trying to be right. Those very foundational base ideas. What makes you think you could fucking fight a lizard? You understand what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> how effective is it for you to create a flag and a group and to curse people to fucking hell all day? Instead of just trying to present some type of logical point of this is not going to work. Not this is bad. Not condemning people. Not judging people. Just this is not going to work and this might work better. What happened to people? What happened? I don't know. You know, it's a beautiful fucking frame quality, ladies and gentlemen. I'll, this is the only piece of advice I'm going to have. It is a nothing important podcast. Not that motherfucking important. That's not my advice. My advice is sometimes the best thing, the most effective thing that you can say to express yourself, and you must learn to do this without judgment, without guilt, without shame. Sometimes it's okay to say, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just observing, ladies and gentlemen. For anybody who's observing me observe, I appreciate you. Anybody who's a continual listener to the Nothing Important Podcast, I appreciate you. Keep listening. Do me a favor. Go on to my Instagram. Like the post. Like the reels. Until next time.